0: Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet and kind and gentle GM, uwu, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock.
1: Yes, I am here and focused on this for
2: sure.
0: Samson Davis. Just remember, if you're ever feeling down, roamed didn't fall in the day. So keep it up, champ. And Alex Finn.
2: It stays like this. I wonder if there's part of me that secretly wants to make myself shit my pants. <laughs>
0: Don't let the intrusive thoughts win, Alex. Come on.
2: (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Just, I mean, coffee, protein shake, plus protein powder in the morning. Maybe it's up there with my idea of let's drink coffee and prunes at the same time. Yeah, I have a questionable love for myself. Or maybe I'm just really into that colon cleanse lifestyle. But you know what won't clean your colon, but will leave you satisfied?
0: Die Hard Dice. <laughs> Die Hard Dice is an online purveyor of polyhedral math rocks for you to use in your TTRPG experience. Ah,
2: it's glorious. <sighs> the defeat.
0: They have a bunch of beautiful <laughs> designs. <laughs> you could get them as metal or acrylic. And if... Oh my, I can't. This <laughs> is I... <laughs> Yeah, metal and acrylic, a bunch of beautiful designs for you to use for your TTRPG shenanigans that I hope doesn't involve fecal matter. But that's you. That's you do what you want with your life. So anyway, Die Hard Dice. Go get something from them. And when you do, use our code EXPLORERSWANTED. Get 10% off your order at checkout. Get a high quality product for a little bit cheaper and you're helping to support the show. And if you're hearing this during the 2023 holiday season, take advantage of their cool little holiday sale giveaway. Where if like you hit like certain tiers of like your order total, you get like a bunch of more free stuff. So it would be like stickers or dice bags or I think trays, dice trays around there maybe.
1: My uncommon gift that I got after we brought up Die Hard Dice last episode <laughs> was a uh, mystery set of the little critling dice. So that was like the first tier of freebie. Oh, nice. Mm, cool. They're
2: so tiny.
1: Oh my God. Those are so fucking cute. You could, you could take Every them tiny. like pills.
0: Don't. But you shouldn't, but you could. Don't do that. Don't let the intrusive thoughts win.
2: I went through all the tiers and I got all of the surprise gifts. Ooh. And that's how I got this wonderful
1: oh. dice tray. Oh, that that's an ad. Did we, did we, we talked about the code and all that. We did that.
0: So yeah, uh, I think that's the ad done. So back to Dan. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Alex. It's
2: because I was drinking, wasn't it, Daniel?
0: I would actually chosen you before that, but it worked out perfectly.
2: Okay. So, no shit. There we were. Night before the heist. Yes, that's where we were. Night before the heist, we were all figuring out what were the last things we could do before we go on a heist. What's your last meal before your character maybe does or does not get blown up in a train accident? Esri expressed to Yasmin the seriousness of the situation and expressed to her that this might suck, so get your shit together. And then
1: Yasmin's like, I got a plan. I'll just kill myself
2: if I get captured. And then we were all like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not going to suck that hard. Ilson decided she wanted to pass a drug test, so she got a bunch of charcoal and... Magpie was like, I'm, I know what's a great idea. I'm going to bleach my hair. And it, oh no, like many a time when you decide to bleach your hair late at night by yourself in your own home, it went wrong. Listeners, this can actually happen. So please be careful when deciding to bleach your hair late at night when you are a little bit tipsy. So there we were. She now has a very irritated scalp. She cut off most of her hair because it was a shit bleach job. And now she wears a wig. It's a bob. I don't know what color it is, but it's a wig. Of course it's a bob. Yeah. Everybody does a bob. Oh,
0: you need to decide what color it is for Fine.
2: It'll be karen blonde. So like a two-tone karen blonde or just... Yes. To go with that I'm pissed off look, let me speak to your manager. Because I have to guard my manager. So there we were. No shit. We met up at the what you call it meetup point and... Mr. Tompkins told Ilson that Ilson sucks at disguises. We all teased Ilson for a little bit. Ferdinand showed up, showing off that Ferdinand, of course, got the best guard uniform to piss off Esri. Undoubtedly. Lieutenant might be hard to get. Mm. (laughs) We made a plan.
0: He did say he already had a cover.
2: That's fair. We decided to split the party. Yasmin and Ferdinand flirted their way to the passenger area. While Magpie grumpily followed after. And we have Ilson, Esri, and Mr. Tompkins who are watching the train being loaded. And they discovered quite a large object, but like not large enough that you could comfortably fit people inside it all the time. What? Because it's like six by six by four. And I'm just saying, the six by six part sounds good. But then you get to the by four and you're like, oh, that's not comfortable at all. It's very narrow.
0: Do you think there are people inside this thing?
2: I'm just saying, if we wanted to break into, like, physically inside it, as we can't go in, why not?
0: No, that's the crate that we're trying to get off. Get I off know, the train, so yeah. it's got a bunch of stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, but if we're gonna hide somebody in the crate, like bodies,
0: why would we do that?
2: You gotta hide the guards somewhere, solid snake. You just toss them
1: outside the screamer. Lord knows where they'll land. Yeah, there. I guess we're going the high chaos
2: route.
0: <laughs> we need something to cushion the crate anyway, so.
2: Anyway, we all found our seats. It was great. Ilsen read the newspaper and had to clarify for me, because for some reason I, Alex the player, wanted to be evil to Ilsen, the character, if she had actually mentioned half of her thoughts out loud, I would have been like, fucking perception check. I'm just some random on the train, but perception check on that. I don't know why. I'm feeling sassy. Who the fuck knows? Ilsen
1: seems kind of sassy and irritated about the heist, huh?
0: Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, because there's two people on here that were not a part of the original plan.
2: Esri rolls deep. Listen, when you hire Esri, you get bonus Jonas people for your heist. That's how that works, right? Apparently. Esri's just trying to be a good parent, okay? Yeah. She's a single mom who works two jobs, trying her best.
0: And now look who your child is hanging out with.
1: Yeah. I was going to call her child sister, but then I realized it implied something else. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, we all strapped in and strapped on for this train ride heist. It's fine. I don't think anything else important happened unless Ilson remembers to tell Esri about the new article about this person who's trying to form a club of people who know about the rock bears. I hope that information gets passed on. Yeah. But that person has not physically met the rock bears. So they still call them burrowers. Yummy.
0: Right. Yeah. So you guys are on your seats and you heard the transit guild employees while they were looking at timepieces, saying acceleration in three, two, one. And then the screamer screams as it starts pulling out. You know that a screamer muffles the sound. It starts as a rumble and then turns into like a high pitched screech. And you know that these cars are designed to muffle that sound so you can only imagine what it sounds like to anybody who's outside the train right now Mm -hmm. and those of you who are facing the front are pushed back hard in your seats those of you who are facing the back you definitely feel yourself pushed against the straps the straps are cushioned, so none of it does any damage but it is uncomfortably fast acceleration it accelerates way faster than the other train. The outside starts to move fast. The window's too fast for you to really track it. And those of you who are facing forward mm-hmm. can see a little bit out the windows that it seems to be, like, coming from farther up front. There's some sort of, like, red-sparking energy. Like, almost like the engine itself as part of the screen is giving off almost, like, what looks like maybe red lightning Ooh. as it barrels down this track it gets up to a certain speed and then you guys start feeling the pressure of the acceleration starting to diminish and you hear buckles from the safety seats where transit guild employees are and they say it's now safe to move around the cabin if you are seated though try to keep your belts on just in case there does have to be an emergency deceleration or anything like that and they go about their business and some of them seem to be doing paperwork some of them just seem to be killing time because they really don't have anything to do unless somebody needs something they're more there to help than anything like that
1: Mm. Ezri will count to 60 10 times because she doesn't have a watch and then she'll get up she won't look at Ilsen okay and she'll head down to the cargo Mm. area
0: okay so you go to the edge of it. There's a transit little boy standing back there next to the door. He seems to be doing some kind of paperwork on a clipboard. He's like kind of eyeing up and down, almost like he's counting heads, tracking them just to make sure the numbers match up maybe. He's standing at the door that leads out, but there are also stairs that go down. Um, What approach are you going to take?
1: Are they right by the cargo area or does she need to take the stairs down?
0: Yeah, I think you would know... That the because you guys saw the cargo carts that there's since the cargo carts aren't arranged in levels, you would want to get down to the first level to before you could go across. Like these doors would just be opening up into like a drop down to the connector.
1: Okay, so she goes down.
0: So you go down the first one. There's another transit guild employee there that's seems to be doing the same thing with the first level, and he sees you approach. He's like, "Can I help you?"
1: Uh, yeah, I dropped my purse. Have you seen a small... I'm saying purse like a coin purse. I don't know. Drop my wallet. Think I I seem to be missing my wallet. Yeah. Have you seen one?
0: Uh, no. Nothing's been turned in.
1: Gosh, I hope I dropped it here on the train.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's back at the station, I, I don't know what I can do for you.
1: It took me a while to find a seat. Go through a few different cars. Who, like, how does Lost and Found work on the train?
0: On each car, they turn it into one of us, so if it's on this level, somebody would have turned something into me. But if it's your wallet, I gotta say, that's assuming somebody turns it in. Right. That's why I
1: gotta find it.
0: If you've just got shins in there, I have no idea. I mean, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but, like, it could be that if somebody did find it, they may have just pocketed it.
1: Okay, well, maybe I'll get lucky. And Ezri will pretend to look for a wallet all the way to the cargo spot.
0: Okay, so you're going towards the cargo spot. Well, that's kind of where he is. This guy is the one that's standing there at the cargo area. Got
1: it. Well, she'll pretend to, to look around the car a little bit and see if he moves.
0: Okay. He finishes his count, and then he opens up a small compartment on the wall, slides the clipboard the in it, and shuts it.
1: And he's staying there? Yeah. Ezri needs an emergency. If only someone was throwing up. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, yeah so Ilsen, you see Esri. It's Ezri. so we'll say trundle. Mosey. <laughs> Prowl. Yeah, because even though you're now at a steady speed, it's still a little off-putting to be on something moving this fast. It feels strange when you're walking. Ilsen will see after uh, Ezri gets up after a minute, she'll go to the bathroom. Are there bathrooms on this thing? There are. There are. Yeah, so there is a bathroom in your car. It's towards the front of your car. Okay. Can she go to the bath? Is it on the second floor? Mm-hmm. Or is there one on each floor? Okay. There's one on each floor. Then she'll go to the bathroom, and if it is open, go... Yep, go in. There's a little, like, weird anemone toilet monster in there that squeals with excitement when it sees you. I don't get too excited. She will change her disguise to be a Transit Guild person. Mm Mm-hmm. And then also change her face. Okay. And then she will leave and go immediately to the first. so you go down to the first floor, and you enter and you can see Ezri kind of acting like she's looking around in this, uh, this first car.
1: Now she will look at Ilsen with, like, eyes wide transit guild employee clearly behind her.
0: As you, soon as you say that, but before we cut to what Wilson does, Magpie, you, you feel...
1: Durbin's in the force. <laughs>
0: no, you hear Ferdinand lean over and he's whispering to yasmin but he's clearly pitching his voice so that you can hear him directly behind i think it's time dear don't you and yasmin takes a deep breath says yeah let's go and they both unbuckle and stand up
2: magpie counts to three and then unbuckles and stands up as well
0: Okay. You stand up, and you can see that they are making their way towards the back of this car.
2: She follows.
0: You get closer, and you can hear Ferdinand talking to the Transit Guild employee there. It's like, Is it all right if we duck into the next car. Um, trains get her a little hot and bothered, and this bathroom isn't big enough. <laughs> 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 the Yasmin blushes. The Transit Guild person also blushes. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. And he opens up this door that leads onto the next car and shuts it behind him.
1: Right in front of Ezri, Magpie. <sighs> oh.
0: No, because they're coming in the third level of the second car.
1: Oh, I guess Ezri didn't just try to walk to the next car. The Seahoo would stop her. So she's just going to try to walk into the next car. Same with Magpie.
0: The next car would be the cargo one.
1: Okay, so that is... Yeah, okay. So the, the cars are connected at every level.
0: The passenger cars are. Yeah. The cargo cars only connect to a passenger car or to the, each other at the low level.
1: Oh, then Esri's going to go up a level. And I assume that there is like a passenger door on the second level that, or a, you know, that doesn't go anywhere because there's not another passenger car.
0: Yes. Right. And there's a Transit Guild employee at every door. Well, first of all, how is Magpie getting back?
2: Magpie's following.
0: So you go up, and as you're coming up, the Transit Guild look, looks at you like, um, yes.
2: I have to follow that.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he opens the door and (laughs) ushers you through into the next car.
2: She follows.
0: Ferdinand and Yasmin are heading back to the Transit Guild employee on this far side over here. Well, first, Ferdinand opens up the bathroom and he and Yasmin slip inside and shut the door. 300 mile an hour for them.
1: She's 16. I want to remind you guys.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and Yasmin and he come out a moment later, not very long after, and Ferdinand looks at you, Magpie, and he winks, and he goes down to the Transit Guild afraid there's something wrong with the bathroom. The critter in there seems to be causing some, let's just say it's throwing up a lot and then eating it again. It's, <laughs> it probably needs medicine or something, or at the very least, it should be closed off. And the transit Guild employee looks at Ferdinand and says, "Yes, yeah, I'll I'll take care of that right away." And begins heading towards the bathroom. He's like, "You could try one on the lower level. That might be a better luck for you." And Ferdinand goes down the stairs. Ilsen and. Esri. What are you going to do, Ilson? What are you uh, going to do? Ilson's going to come down, see Esri struggling, and then she's going to swoop in and say, Sergeant, could you accompany me, please, to the uh, cargo? And then she's going to start kind of walking by the transit guild employee that's right there. But then as they approach, Ilsen's going to stop and go like, apparently there's a complaint in the uh, cargo bay. One of the uh, guys back there is having a little issue. So we're going to go back there and what's the uh, problem? I see. Okay. Now you're going to have to give me a social roll here. All right. It's counter to procedure, but you are wearing a transit guild uniform, mm-hmm. but you're also somebody that he's never seen. Right. So I think this is a 12 social roll. All right. Role. I am trained in lies and trickery. That will help you. Remember
1: to smile,
0: as says. <laughs> that makes it a three. All program. right. Let's hope that's enough. I'm going to spend an XP to re-roll that one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Woo! 12. Um. Okay. Uh, Hopefully it's not a big deal. I don't want... This is an important trip. I know. And actually, don't mention we were here. We'll try to keep this quiet. You know, scream. Yeah, sure. We we don't want Master Aras to hear about this. All right. He lets the two of you through. You guys are now in the next car compartment. In this compartment, it is just filled with freight's and, you know, various, like, packages. None of it is, like, particularly fancy. It's, it's organized, though, like, so you would expect this is a variety of shipments. There might even be some passenger cargo in here. You're not exactly sure where the passenger cargo goes. You know, there are some of the crates that are sort of roughshod, which might suggest that they were put together by the coach passengers, but there's also a lot of stuff here that looks like it might be essentially, like, corporate shipments, things mm-hmm. like that. It's a really huge, airy cargo car in the sense that it's just as tall as a passenger car, but it's just one level, just wide open space with things stacked and strapped down so that they don't go flying during acceleration. Right. Any people in here that we can see? You don't see anybody right now. No. All right. Uh, then as we're walking, Ilsen will just kind of look look back and just be like, You good? Like a little thumbs up?
1: Ezra will nod. This is not the car that the special cargo was in. Do we see that?
0: That's one more back.
1: One more back, okay.
0: Oh, and I guess, yes, there would be people in here on the far side of the cargo car. They haven't seen you yet, but since you guys roughly know what to look for, you do see that there are three uniformed military guards at the next door. Ferdinand, Yasmin, and Magpie come down to the second level. Ferdinand, as he's coming down, looks back at Magpie second level door. Your turn.
2: Uh, I guess she's going to approach the second level door.
0: Mm-hmm. The transit employee gives you that look like, can I help you? Obviously, he doesn't compute that they're going to the door, because this door just opens up into the gap between the train from higher level than where anything else is.
2: So, we were on the third. The cargo holds on the first, or after the first. Yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but my superior has broken one of your toilets. How? And she kind of gives a look over her shoulder and, like, indicates both Ferdinand and Yasmin with her gaze. I wonder.
0: Yasmin blushes deeply, and Ferdinand just grins.
2: As we're not even there, and she hurts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: You might want to go check it out before. Well, I think for the first time, there might be flooding.
0: Oh my. God. It's bleeding?
2: <sighs> a little, if you could call that blood.
0: Oh my god. Now I need you to make some sort of deception roll here.
2: Persuasion?
0: <gasps> Persuasion will help.
2: We're neutralizing the impairments.
0: You're neutralizing the impairment. This is a believable story. What floor was it on? You just came down from the third. Are they, yeah. They're taking care of it upstairs, though, right?
2: They need help. It's
0: bad. Okay, so now it's 12.
2: I'm going to put a level of intellect into it.
0: Okay. So it's
2: down to a nine. It's a nine. Nat 20.
0: Okay. He's definitely going to buy it. What would you propose as a major effect?
2: Oh, golly. This is hard. Because part of me wants him to call for backup to help him with the quote-unquote bleeding toilet and to clear
0: up. But he already thinks there's somebody up there. I know. Doing something.
2: But I mean, like, shift the guards. Well, no, that won't Get them away from the cargo. Mm-hmm rumor of this situation has escalated and all of the guards are unease and uncomfortable, putting them at a disadvantage at any rolls. For one turn.
0: For the transit guild employees that have been heard about this? Yeah, okay. Sure, that's fine. So he goes up to the next level to try to help his compatriot. Now, just so you're aware, they're both going to go check that toilet and discover there's nothing wrong with it. Doesn't stop
2: me from breaking a door.
0: Okay. So the door is here. It is currently locked because it's not normally safe to go out, but you could attempt to unlock it. It's not going to be that difficult. It's uh, probably a 9 to lockpick.
2: Okay, got a 19.
0: Okay, so you unlock this door. What would you propose as a minor effect?
2: That after we get through I can break off the lockpick and it, kind of jamming it. It's not going to make it impossible to open. It's just going to take them extra time.
0: Okay. Okay, so you're sacrificing some of your like tools then. Yes. Okay. So you get it open. Ferdinand comes over. Very nice work, Magpie. And then he looks um, out the door that's opening. And definitely there's some other, like, passengers on this that are a little confused as to why you're opening a door on this level. But they're not saying anything. They don't, I mean, you guys are wearing military uniforms except for Yasmin. And Ferdinand kind of peeks out the window and, you know, you can hear the screamer much more loudly out here. And you're looking down at the gap between it. And you can see there's the connector for between the two cars down below. And there's the door that leads between the two things. And there are handles for climbing on the outside for maintenance and things like that. You might need it. And Ferdinand looks out and he turns to you, raises an eyebrow, and says, Up or down? Oh.
2: Oh. Yasmin has mastered the stairs,
0: apparently. Very impressive, young lady.
2: Up is faster.
0: Up it is.
1: What about the speed of the wind going this fast? Not to throw a wrench in these plans. Like if you actually got on top.
2: Do you think these two are sane
1: people? No, absolutely not. But I think they might be aware (laughs) of physics.
0: There's also lightning space is trying to ruin my fun i've thought about this
1: because ezra can be magnetic so she could stick to the outside of the train but she might not have any skin left on her body when she's
2: done i would assume if ferdinand knew it was a bad idea he wouldn't do it because she's going to make ferdinand go first
0: all right so ferdinand starts heading up the ladder um to the top and are you going next, or is Yasmin going next? Because you don't want to have this door open for too long, because it increases the likelihood that a transgill person comes back down.
2: Well, no, we locked it again, and I broke the lock off
0: Okay, but that means you're just hanging on the handles out there?
2: Oh, fair. I have a rope, right? Would it be safe to tie a rope to Yasmin to make sure she just doesn't go whoosh?
1: Yasmin has two grappling hooks and a first aid kit. Okay. Also got nano clubs.
2: Then Yasmin's going next. Because mm-hmm. also magpie has to lock
0: the door yeah okay so yasmin starts following ferdinand up and you come out and lock the door and you're climbing ferdinand reaches the top and at this point you have to kind of shout to each other if you want to hear because it it's so loud your ears are going to be ringing for a while after this heist for sure ferdinand gives you a look and you hear him shout this is the tricky part And he leans back a bit on these railings. He brings his feet up to the run directly below his hands. And then he sort of... Let's go with his hands and jackknifes up at the same time. And he kind of flips over, and it looks like at first like he's not going to make it until he gets just above the train, and the air hits him and pushes him back onto the train. And he casually, like, seems like out of nowhere, just like drops a little grappling hook on the edge as he's flying over. And you can see that he kind of disappears from view right away, but you can see the rope go taut. Oh boy. Yasmin kind of moves up that position. She tries to mimic Burton Ann.
2: Monty Yasmin. Magpie's getting ready to catch her.
0: And she does that jackknife up. Things seem to be going well. She's flying up, and the air hits her. Definitely sort of unexpectedly, she wasn't prepared for it. And Alex, evens or odds? Odds? Okay, feels appropriate. Stays roll a tell me if you get even around don't
1: put this on me don't put this on me <laughs> 17 Fuck yeah. okay fuck yeah
0: she does this flip and at first it looks like she's gonna miss it but then she gets the grappling hook in, in the same position and goes flying backwards okay magpie okay your turn
2: gonna do it
0: you notably do not yes. have a grappling hook
2: yes i do not
0: so since you don't have a grappling hook the jump up is the first part, the jackknife. Mm-hmm. To time this right and get yourself at an angle where you're not going to get like throwing your spine first into the top of the next car. Fair. That's a 12, Michael.
2: Can I argue it sounds like she's done this before with Ferdinand? Nope. Damn. I'm going to use one level of effort.
0: Okay. Is it a 9?
2: 10. Good thing I used that level of effort.
0: Okay, so you jackknife up and you are hit by the wind, you're at the right angle. Now you don't have a grappling hook. so tell me what are you gonna do as this wind is gonna try to push you down all the way along the top of this track. Have somebody else's rope?
2: Well, she does have like the explorers' pack, which has rope has rope.
0: You, you have like a split second here. what are you what are you gonna do with the rope?
2: Lasso, baby. Yes. I like that plan. The lasso.
0: So throwing a lasso while you're being pushed by high speed wind towards the back of like, what are you trying to lasso? Where are you throwing it? How do you aim it?
2: The bars of the train.
0: You're throwing it back towards the bars of the train after you're in the air. It might make more sense to kind of like have a loop kind of like down near the uh, train and then try to hook onto a grappling hook that's our there. Yes,
2: there we go. Samson described it, exactly what we were doing, that we'd already said we did.
0: That way she doesn't have to throw it, she just has to like go over it for a split second. So she's just trying to take this loop and loop it over a grab a hook. So we're saying that she already yes. put a loop in it, before she I, it, which she canonically did not do. I'm just trying to help here. This is already... I mean,
1: I think the simplest solution is just to grab a rope that's already been hooked. One of Yasmin's or mm-hmm. Ferdinand's rope. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so this is going to be a might roll of 15.
1: Ooh, hot damn. Yep. Magpie, famously strong. Can I use a level of effort? Yes. So strong. Full of the strong... And know we can't even be there and
2: be like, okay, I want to use the prettier dice. Watch out the rope burn. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. 19. I don't know how this worked, but it worked.
0: Okay, so you're definitely gonna be able to grab onto one of the ropes. What would you propose as a minor effect?
2: Can I just have it as an asset for a later roll?
0: I would like you to specify how you would do what the asset is.
2: She's becoming more, I'm trying to think of this word. Acclimated to the wind. Maybe you could have Yasmin. Hand you her spare grappling hook. She just grabs it out of Yasmin's pack as she comes by.
0: Yeah, yeah. You could say with your minor effect. Your minor effect is that you can work your way down the rope ah. safely without necessarily getting battered around or losing grip and like flying back into. Oh,
2: that's a good minor effect. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's the one. Yes, yes, that's the one.
0: Okay. So start climbing back and you can see them looking at you. Ferdinand grins at you from where he is. He starts slowly bringing him down the road uh, across the top of this train, moving farther back. And Yasmin starts to follow. It is crazy up here. Like the wind is whipping through. Your wig goes flying off by the way. <laughs> there is no securing a wig in this scenario. Fair. There's no tape strong enough.
1: You'd need a major effect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you're all kind of scooching back along these ropes. They're obviously a little bit ahead of you, because if you got ahead of them, you been climbing onto them and holding onto their legs, which would not be helpful. It's
2: a disguise within a disguise. <gasps> now they don't know who she is.
0: <laughs> so you guys are heading back slowly and steadily as best you can now. There is a maintenance hatch on the ceiling of this cargo car about midway down. So you could go in here, which would drop you into the same car that Esri and Ilsen are in. You don't know what's in there, obviously. Or your ropes aren't long enough to go across the entire car, but you could try to. Find some way to maneuver yourselves farther back to drop down past the guards that would be in that next car, guarding the door to these military cars, based off of Ferdinand's plan. However... It's much riskier to try to do that because you can't just use the grappling hooks you've already got set. You would have to somehow do something else to get past the maintenance hatch to the end of this car safely without flying off. And incidentally, like, it's rough. Like, there have been a few times where the train has made a turn and you guys have felt yourselves, like, sliding across the top.
1: There's still one grappling hook available.
0: Yeah, there's a grappling hook available in the asthma's pack. That would be one hook, though, so you would have to be very careful that nobody lost their grip and slammed into everybody else.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought Ferdinand was leading this,
0: so I thought Ferdinand had to choices. I'm not gonna have the NPC make your choices for you.
1: Oh, come on! You were counting on that!
0: <laughs> yeah, so Ferdinand looks at you and he kind of looks down to the hat, and looks back at it and he kind of shrugs and, you know, gives you an expression that's like, up to you. Or he could turn and ask, Yasmin, what would you prefer?
2: going down the hack I don't trust Yasmin as in the it's not that I don't trust her as a person I just don't trust a teenager with these decisions I mean I was gonna make that point until you said that you didn't trust Yasmin then I chose to be offended (laughs) (laughs) look at her choice in men right now no I'm trying not to I know and like part of me is just like am I protecting Yasmin from Ferdinand or Ferdinand from Yasmin Ferdinand's a grown ass man right
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: yeah I know yeah he is he is
0: like you guys are all in your like early 20s Ferdinand's probably in his late 20s oh he, he's an elder yes mm. <laughs> well b-
2: I think it's more about not protecting Ferdinand from Yasmin but
0: yeah he's not super old because thieves don't typically live long enough to get super old especially if you do the kinds of jobs that Ferdinand does mm. Mm. I
2: think it's more protecting Ferdinand from Esri
0: that's fair too <laughs> okay so you're doing the hatch Ilson and Ezri, You are in there. You can see the military guards at the far end. There are three guards, as I said. This place has got a lot of cargo in here. You could obviously approach them directly. You could try to maneuver your way around the cargo. It depends on what approach you want to take, whether you're going to use more of a deceptive approach, or are you going to go frontal, or are you going to do like a stealthy approach and it's it's up to you what you want to do. I think for now, we just keep up with basically what we have now. Employees, we're going back there, doing our job. Okay. Well, will approach and say, uh, maintenance, excuse me. I do find this funny because probably of you guys that should be on top of the train, Ilson is probably the best candidate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a whole adhesion cipher that mm-hmm. would be perfect up there. Hezri
1: has the magnetic cipher,
0: which would yeah. probably also be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the people who absolutely shouldn't are the ones that went up. So you approach, and as you approach, the guards kind of square up and they look at you. They notice that you've got transit guild uniform on, and they can see... Esri's got a sergeant's uniform on, although obviously they don't recognize her.
1: Esri looks bored and like she doesn't want to be there.
0: Okay. Stace is digging from the wells of experience.
1: That's correct.
0: (laughs) So as you're approaching, they look up at you and they said, can I help you? We got a ping that something was not right, so we're going to fix it. Or rather, I'm going to fix it. My escort here is here to protect me, petite little lady that I am. <laughs> nobody told us about that. Our agreement with the guild was that nobody in or out during the ride. Well, why would anyone tell you about a maintenance issue when it's just happened? I'm here telling you, there's a maintenance issue. Well, then how did you hear about the maintenance issue? If it's an issue back there, uh, we got a ping in the system up front. A ping. Do I need to explain my whole fucking job to you? Like, come on. Uh, well, I'm just saying we have this is an important shipment and we have a contract. And quite frankly, the the captain was very specific.
1: It's a connection issue. Between the cars. Oh, so you are not listening. Oh, thank God. I am always listening, ma'am.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, this is going to be a social mm-hmm. role. Now, this is like real guards at this point, and this is counter to their contract. So, it is a 15 to start to see if you can get them moving in the direction that you want. All right. Asri is helping yes, you. Yes,
1: that's two steps.
0: I am lying and being trickery.
2: Ooh, even better.
0: So, that brings it to a, mm-hmm. well, nine. And then I'm going to... Well, Ezri gave you two steps. Oh, two steps. Six. Come on, big money. Let's go. Yeah. Although she didn't couch it as advice, did she?
1: Good advice reads, when you help another character, they gain an additional asset. Enabler. So she, she doesn't always have to give advice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But it makes it better. It does make it. does makes it better. Yeah, Ezri could help with her hands most of the time. She just chooses not to. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's funny. Ezri is like a fighter, but also like a support role. Mm-hmm. Character. Yeah. All right, I'm going to put a level of effort into this to make it a three, because I don't trust my rolls.
2: What? Why wouldn't you trust them?
0: Because uh, I rolled a six, so...
2: it would have got the job done.
0: That's why I don't trust them. But yes,
2: very close.
0: <laughs> it's too close. Okay, well, just second sergeant. We'll get the captain. He can clear this up.
2: <laughs>
0: and the next one kind of like opens up the door, and you hear him yell, Captain, and a few moments later, the captain comes to the door and uh, steps across. What's all this about, Private? And then he explains what you guys have been telling him. And you know, he motions the sergeant, and the captain looks at the sergeant, says so like, "Is this legit, Sergeant?" And kind of looks at you like, "Sergeant, who looking
1: at 3 Yeah, who? What's a good
0: generic stone?" I forget, what was Esri using as a disguise beyond the coat, the uniform?
2: Bandana and sunglasses? The makeup. The makeup, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Man.
0: Uh, I would like you first to roll how well the makeup was done.
1: Okay. Is that speed? Is that dexterity?
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be intellect.
1: No! But Ezri does know how to do it. Is that an asset? It's
0: true. Okay. So then it's a nine.
1: It's like peeling off. I'm so scared. 16.
0: Okay. Again, the makeup is covering enough of, like, your most distinguishing features that she doesn't register it. So now you can respond. Yes, you, you Sergeant who?
1: I just need a good last name. That's not, like, Johnson. Olan Johnson. And you go here to my fantasy surname generator.
0: <laughs> Flame Pelt. Sergeant Flame Pelt, you're not on our duty roster for this escort mission no i have been assigned to this one can we move this along i'd rather fix this now and then get yelled at later last thing i want is for this connection issue to disconnect the uh very important cargo that you guys are protecting okay i like what you're doing here thanks you should let us do it (laughs) well no the problem is that about now is when the maintenance hatch for this cargo container is going to open. Esri knows what to do.
1: When it opens, Esri knows what's what to do.
0: Yeah, so that's the reason. I would have you roll the persuasion because I think you guys would nail it, but then I would feel bad about the fact that since they already established they're coming in through the top, that it would just sort of take it away from you. Well, we, I think it does have to happen at the same time. We could get in and then... Oh, yeah, uh, it does. Come on, this is... It's the arc of the narrative. So... The top hatch opens, and the sound of the wind and the screamer get louder, and everybody looks up at the ceiling briefly as it opens, and there's definitely like a look of, like, what the hell? <laughs> Ezri knows what to do.
1: Esri's going to push Ilsen, or the door, out of immediate range, mm-hmm. and then she's going to drop the time bomb.
0: Ooh. You're going to drop That's it? That's correct. So you're pushing Ilsen out of range, but you're staying within range. Because it's only in immediate range, so she needs these nerds to stay in immediate range of her. Okay. I'm going to say either way, you're going to be able to shove Ilson. That's not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. What I would like to do is evaluate if Ilson like goes like face-first towards the door, <laughs> right. or if she catches herself you know, in a way that doesn't hurt her. Mm. So I'll start with Esri roll a might-based roll to shove Ilsen. And it's a plus three for any assets that you would normally have on this. What's the difficulty? It's going to be sort of a contested roll.
1: Oh. So I
0: have plus three? Mm-hmm.
1: Eighteen
0: total. Okay. Eighteen total. Ilsen. All right. So you're not dodging because there's no way to dodge this. It's you're trying to do a might-based resistance to keep yourself from being thrown face-first or down in front sure. of the door. So it is going to be an 18 is your DC. Okay. I am trained in careful movement. Can I apply that here? Yeah, I'd say so. It's Even though it's a surprise, this is as much about the delicacy of you maintaining your balance than anything. Excellent. So it gives you a plus three. Yeah. Uh, you said this was might-based? Mm-hmm. Uh, the perils of not having might edge. All right, I'm going to try to roll this straight. 16.
1: Oh, shit!
0: 16 plus three is 19, which means that you get shoved forward and you manage to like bring up your arms and like catch yourself perfectly mm-hmm. there like for a little bit you're like what the fuck is happening and then esri drops the time bomb so esri yeah. what level was your time bomb? Just
1: seven damage ages everyone seven years even esri even esri
0: yeah Ugh. okay yeah so Ilson, you get shoved and you can just feel this weird behind you has all those dudes, like, grown. All of them take seven damage and are aged seven years. Like, you can see it happening. Like, the captain's hair grays a little bit.
1: And grows. Everyone's hair
0: grows. Yes.
1: Oh, nails grow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nails, hair, Oof. everything. Like, so now they've got creepy hoarder nails Oof. at this Oof. point. And longer hair
1: i'm gonna google how long can nails grow in seven years
2: uh pretty ding dang long it's kind of gross are they gonna be curling yes
0: i love this is the a side effect that i guarantee Monte cook games did not anticipate for this one but i love it
1: you can regrow a fingernail in four to six months that would be 14 fingernails in length
0: well, that sounds like it could be a hindrance yeah yeah Ilsen, when you look back at what's happening, it looks like a horror show. You see aging and it's not necessarily everybody in that group is young enough that it's not like you see anybody like turning to it's not like Blast Crusade aging.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say.
0: But everybody's definitely aging, and the horrific thing is like the way their hair is growing so fast and the way their fingernails are growing so fast not still, you guys' toenails are also growing inside your boots.
1: Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's going to be so um, ingrown.
0: Yeah, so that's... That's like six of the seven points of damage right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Ezri, you, you definitely feel like warm blood in your boots. Mm. It's going to be initiative time, y'all. Awesome.
1: Elsin best be going to rob the fucking train. I don't know what she's doing sticking around.
0: There's still potentially as many as 10 guards in the next car
1: these weren't part of the contingent i was like this is minus four
0: at least the captain was part of the contingent you don't know if the others were part of the contingent or if they came on after ah uh, so the detail could be larger than we expected okay okay what people get 18 for esri 17 for ilson Alex?
2: i got a 13 okay.
0: samson and stace just so you know you guys beat the privates yeah. in this, so you you guys can choose whatever order between the two of you you want. Compared to them. okay. And Stace, you can opt to go before okay. the captain if you wish. You're at the same level, so it meets it beats. And Ferdinand is at the same level as well, so you would go before Ferdinand. Is the
1: door has Ilson opened the door? Is the door open
0: to the outside? Not yet. You just did this. So, like, you threw her against the wall. Like, she hasn't had a turn yet to do anything. Okay, so throwing them off the train is out. Now, you could delay. Oh. Since you can do your initiative however, you both are beating the guards. You just wouldn't beat the captain. And Ilsen would go after the captain.
1: Ezra will actually
0: activate her stars for the armor. Okay. All of a sudden, these stars...
1: The 19.
0: ...fly out from you and surround you, and you start floating over the air. Um, So you are now flying and you have plus two armor. Which is good because you weren't horrific enough. Now you're levitating. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nails just dripping down.
0: Yeah, you've gone from Truckasaurus to Swamp Hag floating and coming at them.
1: Yeah, like Haunted House actor.
0: So... The captain is upset, and obviously her focus is on you, because you just did this to them. She hasn't had a moment to think about the fact that Wilson's been pushed off somewhere. She is going to attempt to... You're in immediate range, so she's going to try to use a short sword to hit you. So you're both hindered because of the fingernails. Well, no, you'd be hindered on attacks, not dodging.
1: Yes, cut off these nails.
0: And so this will be an 18 speed defense roll, Ezri.
1: How, mu- how much? 18. Oh, that's it? Uh, spend a level of effort. Nat 20?
0: Okay. You definitely dodge the sword blade. What would you propose as a major effect?
1: That this particular group of guards is so focused on Ezri that the others can get into the next car if they want to.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're going to stay focused on Ezri until something else happens. Okay, cool. Next up is Ferdinand, who, because he's highest in initiative, drops the rope of the extra grappling hook down and starts sliding down into the cargo hold. That's really all he can do. He's so high up, he doesn't really have time to do anything else just to come down or start coming down. Next up is Ilsen. You are at the door. You've seen horrific things. Yeah, just another Tuesday. Well, Saturday. Just another Saturday. Ilsen is going to open the door to the next cargo car. You open that door. You can see that in this cargo car, there's almost nothing except the single crate and what appears to be... Let's say evens or odds. Uh, evens. Okay, states will die. It's evens or odds. Odd. Odd. There are nine guards back there.
1: God damn it.
0: These three were not part of the contingent they got on the back.
1: you should just be like, hey, there's an issue.
0: I... I'm thinking about it, but before that, when Ilsen goes to the other car, was there a space between these two cargo cars? Yes, there is. Yeah. Okay, then uh, can Ilsen have uh, left those doors open to give uh, Ezri an option of throwing dudes off? Sure. Right. Uh, then Nilsen's going to get into the cargo car and be like, Hey, there's some fucked up shit going on. I don't, I don't, it's crazy up there. Okay, give me a social roll of 15. All right so lies and trickery and I am going to commit my flex skill to positive social interaction on this mm-hmm. so that's well nine and then I am going to use a level of efforts six right start at 15 right. mm-hmm. that's a five I'm going to re-roll that fourteen Can you imagine if you took an advancement before this and you just lost all that XP oh man that w- it would have been bad three of the guards start heading up to check out what you're pointing out to okay next up are the guards. So the, those three guards are heading forward towards it. The guards that are there with the captain. but So the guards that are up in that cart, because your major effect was that they would stay focused on you. So give me three speed defense rolls of 12. 9,
1: 17,
0: okay. cock, 16. Okay. So one of them was a failure. So they swing... And they hit, the one that hits you hits for three damage. But you have two armor. Four. Four armor. It just does nothing. Sweet.
1: And she just looks down,
0: looks up the guard. The three guards that advance to the door get there. They can see this fight going on, this horrific thing. And they call back to the others and say, we're under assault. You can see of the remaining guards that were in there, the three of them set up around the crate and they're pulling out projectile weapons, guns, essentially. And the other three also pull out pneumatic shotguns and begin advancing along, heading towards the front.
1: It's uh, so like gun, like firefights with the pneumatic weapons are just like poof, 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 poof,
0: poof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The ones near the crate look at Ilsen and they say, down on the ground, it's for your own safety. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Magpie, you are on top of the train. You can't hear of the stuff going on down there because it's so loud with the wind. So you just saw Ferdinand go down. Yasmin goes after you. She's
2: going to stick her head down the hole, see what's happening.
0: It appears that Esri is flying with stars around her and there are a bunch of guards with gnarly fingernails engaged in melee combat with her. There's a door open and you can't see if there's anybody else coming through at the angle that you're at. And you can see Ferdinand is about halfway down the rope. Thank you, Stace. 42 additional inches of hair.
2: You're welcome. I'm sitting here and going, what about this makes me want to go down there? You know, as a sane person. Mm The plan
1: was for Ezra to make a distraction.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we don't want multiple people on the rope at the same time. You know what I mean? Should something happen, would it be too difficult to throw the sis at one of the guards.
0: I think you would have to be on the rope and down a little bit yeah. in order to do that safely. And I think that's complex enough that you probably couldn't do it this turn. Yeah. You could start going down the rope and then next turn you could, you would be in a position where even if you weren't at the bottom yet, yeah, you could start throwing something. Yeah.
2: Part of me is just sitting here like also, okay, I guess we're going to start making our way towards the rope. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're going yes. down the rope. Okay. Okay, so you go down the rope. Next up is Yasmin. She follows you down on the rope. And she comes down and she sees what's going on. And she, like, looks over at Ezri, And you can see her, like, mouthing, Esri?
1: Drew a mouth back. Go!
0: Well, your back will be to her, so you can't... Oh! Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's Yasmin's turn as well. Um, top of the round, Ezri
1: Ezri's going to try to keep their attention away from the hatch and away from the door. So she will use fleet of foot and fly off into whatever direction that is. Okay. And then uh, take an action
0: recovery roll. Okay. Uh, You can fly up to a long distance.
1: Whatever is close enough to keep him interested, keep him from looking around, but far, like, you know, whatever the maximum
0: distance for that would be. Okay. Yeah. So you're essentially putting like a short distance between you because then the, the melee guards and the captain would have to run up to you. To attack in melee, or they would—I guess—they could pull guns. Okay, cool. The captain is going to attempt to aim a gun at you. It is also a pneumatic shotgun. That seems to be standard issue for these groups. The
1: shotgun's going to be very hard with the trigger guard.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. They're going to be—they're going to be double hindered yes. to use shotguns like this, as you will as well. So. In this case, it is only a 12. You're trying to dodge this firing solution.
1: Okay, 13.
0: Okay. She gets the shot off, but you are not there. When it's like they're they're just having too much trouble keeping a bead on you, and the process of actually working the trigger threw them off. Night. Ferdinand, now that he's halfway down, he just starts sliding, and he shoots what looks to be It's definitely a dart thrower, but he's modified it. He's not shooting a dart. He's shooting some sort of blade. It looks more like a traditional dagger. And he fires at the captain. They're actually evenly matched. Oh, shit. So I guess that is uh, Samson, even or Uh, Even. Alex, roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Got an eight. Okay, cool. So he hits the captain with the dagger and... The captain, she groans, and she looks down at the wound, brings her hand to it, and she looks somewhat confused, and Ferdinand grins. You suspect that that blade was
1: poisoned. Ah, the old poison blade gun. Sounds
2: right.
0: Ilsen. Um, Ilsen, while she is on the ground, is going to attach her banishing nodule to her quarterstaff. That's currently collapsed. Okay. Okay. Your quarterstaff now has it. That's an action to attach it, I believe. It is? Okay. Uh... Yeah, all right. But then on her turn, she'd be like, oh God, it's happening to me too. Okay, cool. So the guards are trying to aim shotguns on Ezri. This will probably be the last round that they will guarantee to stay focused on Ezri because somebody else just shot at their captain.
1: No, guys don't know how to take advantage of a distraction.
0: I'm working on it. So Ezri, because these are hindered by two steps because they're trying to make shots while they're fingernails are so long. I love how gross that is.
1: So disgusting. Mm-hmm.
0: For those guards, it'll be three speed defense rolls of nine.
1: Fifteen. Fourteen.
0: Ten. Okay, cool. So they miss you completely. Now, the three guards that were already at the door coming up from the cargo thing also in Esri. Nice. These ones are not hindered No. So it is three speed defense rolls of fifteen.
1: Nat twenty. Thirteen.
0: Eight. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you had two failures and a nat 20. What would you propose as a major effect?
1: So can I regain their focus?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could say that the six guards that are within firing range and the captain will stay focused on you for another round, despite the fact that somebody else shot at them.
1: Oh, yeah. Because she looks like a horror show and she's flying.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Another three guards are approaching that door. They're like where Ilson is right now and then they're heading towards the door. They're not yet in the position because the other guards are in the way where they can take a a shot. They don't have a shot yet. And next up is Magpie.
2: She's going to slide down the rope. And does she have any...
0: You could take an action now.
2: Well, part of me says she wants to use her action to get closer to the item we're supposed to be stealing rather than initiating combat.
0: Yeah, you could do that to move long distance instead of a short... That would get you most of the way to the door.
2: Okay, we're going to do that.
0: Okay, so you're heading most of the way to the door where there are these creepy military guards with these long fingernails and hair Mm -hmm. that are very upset. Yasmin slides the rest of the way down, and she starts kind of following you, Magpie. She's making a beeline try to get past these guys. Like She's definitely... She's inexperienced, so she's definitely holding her hand over where she's probably hiding her dagger, kind of giving it away like an amateur. But she's doing her best to make progress. Top of the round, Esri.
1: Now Ezri will use the stars to make a beeline for the group of guards. She's so going to do like a flyby scare them.
0: Okay. Okay. You're just doing a flyby, or are you using fleet of foot so you can also do an attack or an action when you get there?
1: My intent is for her not to be within immediate distance when she's
0: done. So could she... Since you can move up to a long distance, and if you're using fleet of foot since you're flying, I would say that's okay.
1: Okay, then she's definitely going to wrap her hands around her sledge, and she's going to take a swing at the captain's head.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're flying over there. The captain is now hindered from Ferdinand's poison. So this is going to be a 15 to hit.
1: I'll use the level of might effort. And... No, I won't use aggression. So just one level of effort. Sorry, what is it now?
0: It is... Yeah. So you use one level of effort. So it is a 12 to hit. 19. Okay. Extra damage or minor effect.
1: Oh, what a sitch to ask this question in. If this drops the captain, I would like it to be non-lethal. Just like her to be
0: unconscious. So you're not doing the extra damage. That's right. What? How much damage does your sledge do? Seven. Okay. Does not drop the captain. So do you want to do something else?
1: Yeah, extra damage.
0: (laughs) Okay. What does it look like when you kill the captain then?
1: God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrifying. She bursts that head like a melon. It flies all over the privates surrounding the captain. So now not only are half of them have 42 inches more of hair and extremely long fingernails they are covered in the brains and blood of their dear leader as and hopefully the other three as well that just came in
0: some of the brains also land in yasmin's hair and she shrieks briefly
1: yeah that'll happen and then you know she'll move out of uh, immediate range
0: ferdinand is advancing and he is throwing another blade at the guards that are long fingernailed and all that fun stuff he will hit them for sure they won't have any way to avoid it so one of them takes another poison dagger Oof. to their stomach
1: it used to be an adventurer like you so i took daggers
0: <laughs> <laughs> ilsen you're on the ground over there playing good of kill person so ilsen's gonna be like oh god it's happening to me too and she's gonna get up and like panic run towards the uh, three guards that are still here in this cart. Okay, I am gonna need a, for something like this I'm gonna need like an 18 Lies and Trickery because they're on high alert. Like you need an 18 in order to avoid them just shooting at you and asking more questions later. That's fair. So 15 with the training. Mm-hmm. Probably should put a level of effort into this. So I will. It's 12 and mm-hmm. yep, that's all I got. So 12. 14. Okay. As you get up and do that, they're like, get down, get down. They're not going to shoot yet. Please, you got to help me. Fleet of foot. Can I make an attack? Yes. All right. I would like to hit them with the quarterstaff with the banishing nodule on it. Okay. So it will be a 15 to hit. Uh, is a speed or might for quarter quarterstaff?
1: Melee is
0: dealer's choice. Because also for this nodule to go off, it just needs to make contact. Yeah, you could argue speed if you want to. Cool. I would love to arc to speed. Level of effort, bring that to a 12. Please please. 19. Extra damage or minor effect? This is going to be a minor effect. So the banishing nodule, when it's attached to a weapon, lasts for 28 hours, generates a burst of energy that teleports the creature or object struck an immediate distance in a random direction. Can I have that minor effect be that it teleports this first one off of the car, outside of the train? I don't think an immediate distance would get them out of the train. Uh, or... I guess it's a minor fact. Do you want to say, like, there's a fluctuation in the cipher, and it actually does teleport them farther than it should? I would love for that to happen, yes. Okay. That guard just disappears. You can't hear anything, so you have no idea. Like, they went off the train. You have no idea what happened. They're just not there anymore. Oops. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next up is the guards holding up a round. I, I told Ezri she could get for another round, so even though a guard just got hit with a dagger, they are more worried about Esri than anything. So, the three guards with the fingernails are all trying to take a shot at Esri. Um, so, this is three speed defense rolls of nine.
1: Fifteen. Nineteen again. One.
0: Okay, so you have a minor effect.
2: I have have a one.
0: I know, but what would your minor effect be? You can't negate the one.
2: I know. Um... I mean, do it, you want an XP to reroll roll that?
0: Yeah, It's more fun if she doesn't.
2: I know it is. Can I find out what the consequences of the one are first?
0: Okay, so here's the deal. So one of them, what was the other one that was a fail?
1: What number was it? I don't remember.
0: Yeah, okay. I think you did not fail that one, actually, because one of the guards is poisoned by Ferdinand now. So it's only the one that's the failure. The one will be extra damage from the shotgun blast.
1: Ugh. Can I take one point of extra damage off? Sure. Okay. Seems minor.
0: So the shotguns do six as a base, right? Yes.
1: Who made them heavy weapons? Who did that?
0: (laughs) Is you will take eight damage before armor.
1: So four. And then does the one point make it three?
0: I already took off the one point for you. What is one point? You already took it off. Okay. So I four. Okay. How are you doing on points?
1: Not bad because I took that action roll.
0: Oh, right. After the aging thing.
1: I have a lot of armor right now, but I'm down to uh, 12 might.
0: The next three that were there are in position, so they're also going to fire at Esri. So that is uh, three speed defenses of 15. Okay. Because they aren't hindered.
1: No, they aren't. Two, 16, 15.
0: Okay, so one hits you for six damage before armor. Okay. The next three, since they're behind those guys, they have got a firing solution now. I'm going to say these guys since they're just getting their firing solution, they're not going to shoot at Esri right away. No, actually, they should shoot at Esri because that was your major effect. Okay, so three more at 15.
1: Okay. I'm rolling so much. 18. Mm -hmm. One, four.
0: Okay, so the four is six damage before your armor, so you'll take two damage. The one will be nine damage before your armor. Ow
1: at three if anyone's
0: wilson <laughs> the two guards that are there are going to attempt to shoot you why would they do that um so i need you to make two speed defense rolls of 15 uh All okay, i'll try to roll this straight nine four okay so you will take six damage from each oh fuck
2: you dead you good bro
0: i'm impaired I do have one point of armor but <laughs> That's just my whole mic pool gone. Boop. Yeah. Magpie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're at the door. You're past those guards. There's these other guards that are right at the door mm-hmm. that we're shooting at, Esri, that you're going to have to find some way to get past or you're going to have to attack up on one of the two. Um, um,
2: um, um, um. Just run, baby. Yeah. I mean, would this door be? I feel like, though, the door would be locked. They're both open. Oh
0: no! It's o- it's open because they're kind of at the edge of the door, like trying to get shots at Ezri from the next car.
2: Then she's just gonna try and run past them and through.
0: Okay, so this will be—I think you could argue either might or speed to attempt to do this. I'm gonna say they are distracted by Ezri. Yes. So it is a twelve to try to like either force your way or slip past them.
2: We're gonna go with speed. Okay. We're gonna use a level of effort, bring it down to a nine. Mm-hmm. Fourteen.
0: Okay, cool. You manage to slip past them and into the next car. You can see that Ilson. there's only two guards beyond past these guys. They And they definitely notice you as you go by. And you can see Ilsen um, looks like she's been shot twice and is standing there with a quarterstaff that is sort of crackling with energy. And there are only two guards left around the crate. Yasmin... Because Ezri's distracting them, puts it just at the level where she can slip past them. Thank God. If Ezri wasn't distracting them, she would not have been able to get past the guards. Ezri.
1: What? For, did Ferdinand go?
0: Ferdinand goes after you.
1: Oh, three standing right in the doorway, you say?
0: So there are the three guards with the long fingernails, one of which is even worse off than the others. There are three guards that are just on the other side of the doorway that are taking shots at you.
1: So they're in between. Mm-hmm. Ezra's going to fly through the group like a wrecking ball and try to knock those other three back or over.
0: Okay. Um, Since there are several of them, I'm going to say, I'm going to increase the difficulty of this by one level. They're not really a swarm in this scenario, but just to make, because you have to barrel through three of them. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be, and it's not the ones with the long fingernails you have to barrel through. So I think it's an 18.
1: To run into them? To
0: barrel into them, pushing them all out of the way
1: seems hard for just running into people
0: but you're not just trying to run into people you're trying to like knock them all backwards unless you just want to target your attack on one of them in which case it'd be a 15 So it sounds like you're, you're going to make contact with them one way or another it's just do you have the momentum to push yeah because their their might defense is going to be a 15
1: 18
0: nice they won't be like knocked unconscious or anything but you are going to push them all apart like you're basically opening up that spot and setting them kind of so tell me what it looks like when Ezra goes plowing through them. I want to
1: say that she only makes herself narrow enough that she's going to fit through that door. So she's like elbows okay. out, you know, she's she's leading with her shoulder as a good tackler should. Mm-hmm. And she blows through them. And of course, she has to kind of then sort of shoot up to avoid running face first into the next car.
0: Okay. So they fall over. Well, the next car's door will be open too. So you could fly all the way in. The-
1: I know, but she's not trying to take them okay. in there.
0: Okay. Yeah, so they'll take some damage from that as well. In fact, since it's the in-between spot, yeah, I'm going to say if you're barreling into them like that, two of them are going to fall off that connector, and they fall beneath the train.
1: Oh, man. Ezra really such a murderer.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up is Ferdinand. He is running up, getting closer to the guards with the long fingernails, and he almost casually without even thinking about it. That one guard that he had hit with the dagger, he just, it's like his finger moves. You see a flash of metal, if anybody's watching him, and that guard just falls down dead. And it's like he's doing it as he's running past, just casually. Holy shit. He literally, like, does some kind of parkour shit as he comes out the door. So it's like he comes out, he jumps across, bounces against the wall of the next cargo car, bounces himself back at the... Cargo car, you're coming out of, and then and leap like a rolling jump into this next cargo car.
1: Esri's annoyed at that (laughs) demonstration skill. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Ilsen, you've done been shot twice. Yeah, it sucks. Ilsen is going to lap one of these guards with the uh, quarter step. Okay, so that is a 15. You got it. Effort to bring it to a 12. Please, 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 please. Natural 20.
1: No way.
0: Major effect or extra damage? Although I know what you're going to do for your major effect. It's definitely going to be a major effect. Do you want to do the same thing as last time but catch two of them? That's it? yeah. That's what I was hoping that I could get. I could do the same <gasps> thing, but then get a second attack on on the other guy. So yes, please. I think for a major effect, you're just going to get Fuck, both yeah. of them. They both Ow. vanish. You have no idea where they're. At. Staff energy, and then he'll send kind of like takes a breather. Fuck. Yeah, you guys are annihilating.
2: I don't feel like we're not always. I feel like I've rolled a lot of ones. Somebody's got to be murdering, and right now it's not me.
1: Is banishment even murder? Well, I guess. Where's it putting them on the outside of the train? Exactly.
0: It's dropping them outside mm-hmm. the train at whatever speed they're exactly.
2: going. Oh my god.
0: Okay, so there are three guards that are unhindered, and two guards that are still alive. <laughs> Speaking of which. It's their turn. The hindered ones are gonna try to shoot Ezri from behind.
1: Are they gonna move out onto the connector? Because she flew up, so they don't have line of sight.
0: I don't think they'll go out on the connector, but they will like come to the door and attempt to shoot. Get their head out? Okay. Yeah. They're double hindered already. So this is a two nine speed petrols.
1: Oh, speed. Okay, I'll spend a level of effort. hmm I can do that for each. Yep. Okay. Eleven? 15.
0: Okay. So they miss you. Aw. <laughs> the one guard that's still standing <laughs> in the in-between spot will attempt to take a shot at you.
1: Oh, man. Another level.
0: So that's a 15. Okay. It's been a level of speed effort to make it a 12. 19 again. Okay. What would you propose as a minor effect?
1: Mm. Oh, no. There's not really any real recoil with a pneumatic weapon. Not mm. really. Um, are these the long fingernailed guards?
0: No.
2: Oh.
1: I would like the guard to be hindered on the next attack. Might not be off balance from the recoil, but was looking up and trying to aim. So maybe just a little...
0: Yeah, on the connector of a moving train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Next up is Ferdinand Ferdinand is in there He looks at the two guards that are remaining Just at the door here That were there And he is going to attack one of them With a dagger And at first, it's very quick Like he stabs with the dagger But then he gets very close to them Almost like he's hugging them And their face pales And they drop dead
2: oh,
1: Best okay. hug ever Esri's respect for Ferdinand is increasing rapidly
0: Okay next up is ilson you are by the crate there are two guards that are over by the door that ferdinand just took out one of them magpie and yasmin are by the door the long fingernailed ones are somewhere in the other car you can't see them uh that's probably all fine ilson is going to jump over the crate get to the other side so that she has cover but she's going to start undoing the straps on the crate okay cool that sounds good Undoing the straps is just an action. You don't need to roll for it or anything like that. Awesome. Okay, cool. So you're doing that. The two guards. Will Ferdinand freak them out? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: well, no, there's the guard that was out there that took a shot at Stays. So that's not them. So the guard that's here will take a shot at Ferdinand and miss. Damn. Okay. Magpie. Yep. Yeah, bum. There is one guard in here, one guard out on the connector, and lots of stuff going on. Incidentally, you have never seen Ferdinand kill that way before. You don't actually ever see Ferdinand kill. I know. Because you usually aren't doing that kind of thing together.
2: Okay, so the one guard, where is he in position to Ilsen and Ferdinand?
0: The one guard that's in here is closer to the door. So Ilsen's way over by the crate to be a short distance away.
2: Okay.
0: you are still like near where that guard would be.
2: Where's Ferdinand in all this?
0: Ferdinand just killed one of the other guards. So he's near where you are.
2: Could Magpie grapple this guard and throw them behind into kind of the chaos that is Esri? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> sure.
2: What kind of role would that be?
0: So you're trying to throw them back out onto the connector. Yes. This will be a fifteen mic roll. I'm not going to allow you to use speed for this one, unless you can really argue away why you're using speed.
2: Well, no, I was going to wonder if it would like they would be at a disadvantage because they just watched that all that murder, okay. and the murder is approaching them.
0: They're soldiers. I could. They're soldiers. Yeah. Okay. These guys that like they're privates, but they do not look like they're brand new. Like these these are trained soldiers.
2: I said that twenty.
0: Nice. You're definitely gonna be able to throw him out onto the connector. What would you propose is a major effect? If you're not sure, I have a proposal.
2: I want to hear your proposal.
0: There's one that Ezri already put off balance <gasps> out there. He can slam into them. It won't kill him, but it'll knock the other guy off the connector and underneath the truck. Yes. Okay. Yes. So now there's one guard on the connector and the two aged guards in the previous cargo report. Yasmin is just gonna since there's nobody in there for her to attack she's going to book it over to where Ilson is and try to help can Ilson kind of point her at like cargo opening door like the door they use to actually get the thing on here yeah, for sure. Like she'll run over and start trying to open that. Okay, sounds good. It's a complicated latch. It's not like locked or anything because it's in the ocean. But like, it's she's gonna have to fuss yeah. with it a bit to figure a lot out. Of how safety to do. features? Yeah, cool. Esri, there are two guards in the prior con- compartment. There's one guard on this connector that Magpie just threw out here and then sent the other guard underneath the train. If it wasn't so loud out here between the screamer and the wind, you probably would have heard, like, a scream. the meat sounds as they were trashed underneath mm. the train.
2: So moist.
1: Esri wants to use fleet of foot so that she can take an additional action. Okay. And she's going to fly to the door into the cargo hold where the thieving is currently taking place, and she would like to shut it and break the lock.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. okay, yeah, so go ahead and you fly in there. Not
1: inside. she wants to be outside.
0: Oh, you're gonna stay outside while this is happening. Mm-hmm. so essentially you're trying to like since the lock wouldn't be something that you can access easily from the outside, it's gonna be something like you're just trying to hit it hard enough to essentially bust up its mechanics. Yeah, like break the handle off or whatever. Okay. It's a pretty sturdy construction, so I'd say it's probably a 15 might roll to do this with your sledge.
1: Esri's trained in braking. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: yeah, she is, so it's a 12. Yeah, I'm not spending
1: any effort. 17.
0: <laughs> okay, you get the door shut, and Magpie, since you just pushed somebody out of it, see Esri shut the door, and then you hear this slam, and you can see metal bits, like, crunching around where the latch is. Next up is Ferdinand. There's no guards in here. And so he uh, sort of trots over to where Wilson is and says, Lovely day for a heist, eh? Uh, it's better than I expected it to go. Say, oozing. <laughs> All right, if you expected it to go worse, I'm disappointed. But let's, uh, let's see what we can do here. Do we have a way to get off? Because right now the only way I can get this off is as uh, we. It did look like they were using a lot of people to move things. <sighs> Nothing fragile in there, right? But not as far as I know. All right. So that's him. He's just making chit chat. Can you help? Could you get the other side? I what to do.
1: There's an overhead crane.
0: There's no crane in here. So he can try to lift, but it's it's definitely beyond his strength to lift this thing as okay. is. Next up are the guards. So, the one on the connector is going to take a shot at Ezri. So that's a 15 mm. speed defense. I
1: had a recovery roll, so Ezri knows what to do, which means she can act when it's not her turn. And she is going to go straight up and around and back through the hatch.
0: Unless that's greater than the long distance, then that's just what she's going for. Back into the last cargo compartment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know what you do. So you're going back over to the other hatch. If you're trying to get into the other one, you probably want to go just through the door again, where those other guards are just kind of slip through. Because if you go above, you're going to have to contend with the wind. Like, you can fly, but... Like your flight is like your movement.
1: He could not move as fast. As the train.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um... So you could either fly through the door if you want to do that, or you could make an attack on him if you want to know what to do. I mean, he's on this connector. You could try to shove him off, or
1: how many guards remain?
0: Three. Two of them aged, and the next one, and just this one on the connector. Could try to break the connector.
1: Oh, <gasps> he's gonna try to break the connector with that hammer. That's
2: gonna <laughs> okay. be fun for us.
1: Not really.
0: Okay, breaking the connector is a bigger deal.
1: Does she, though? Because then where the cargo was offloaded would be really obvious, right? Because I assume, well, the caboose would eventually stop.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be obvious like half the train is gone now.
1: No, as much as I love that idea, I think what Ezri will do is activate her magnetic cipher. Mm-hmm. And she will... That's So that's the action. And so then she will move her her long distance Mm -hmm. um her plan is just to magnetize herself to the
0: roof okay of which one
1: of the back one because she did break the lock off so she'll go to the closed hatch of the car everyone else is in
0: okay so he no longer has a shot on you unless he climbs up which that's what he's going to start doing he's going to start climbing that ladder Good, good, good. Okay, so that was his turn. The two guards that are aged can't get through the door. They can't really climb either. I don't know if they're going to try to pursue.
1: Tripping over their own nails. Yeah,
0: they're kind of screwed. I don't know if they can really pursue. You know, maybe behind the scenes, they're going to try to get the door open, but they can't. So your biggest concern is if they figure out some other way, if they try to go sound an alarm or have the train stopped or something like that.
1: Right, which means we need to be
0: fast. Okay, so that goes started climbing. Now, Magpie, you have seen that Jasmine has figured out how to open that door, but she's like, Magpie, can you help? I, I need to, it's heavy to pull this open.
2: She's going to help.
0: Okay, give me a might roll of 12 as you both tug on this very heavy door. 15. Okay, the door opens. So now the screaming is so loud. There's so much wind and stuff like that coming into this chamber and the wind is like whipping around as it's coming in here Like everybody's hair is going crazy especially, well, Esri's up on the oh, yeah. top of the train and her hair is flying all over the place, her crazy 42 additional inches of hair <laughs> You've got that part done Yeah, that's what Yasmin does as well and I, I, she's gonna head back over to the train to figure out what's going on. I'm gonna skip past Yasmin really because the next thing is Esri and we kind of need to resolve this with this guard. So, Ezra, you are on top of the train and it here. Wait, did I get skipped? Um, I would say with a long... T- oh, yes, I did skip ah. it. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking around, is there, like, a cart or anything in the crate? A dolly? Nothing? Alright. Because um, the stuff isn't really supposed to move around in here until it gets to its destination. With Ferdinand and Yasmin coming around, can we make, like, a three-person push, try to get it to a at least partway to the side of the park. Yes, it is very heavy. So it is going to be an 18 might roll. Oh, but I got nothing in might at the moment, so... So what I'm going to say right now is that you guys in there are out of initiative okay Ezri is still in initiative with this guard until something changes you guys don't have to do things on a turn you can work together so if magpie wants to help too that's fine okay if magpie is helping too that will bring it down to a 15
2: magpie is helping too
0: but you both have to pass the 15 both have to pass the 15 okay 15 might roll okay try it
2: wait we're both rolling for my.
0: yes okay 17
2: ooh feeling strong I got a 16 y'all eat your
0: weedies Okay. You guys managed to push it most of the way to the door. It is really heavy. Like, it's crazy heavy. hmm hmm It feels way heavier than it should, if you're reasoning based off of what the cargo supposed to be. I mean, you know it's weapons and like, ciphers and artifacts, but still, even with its size, it's like kind of mind-boggling how heavy it is. Let's hope it's durable.
1: How big is it?
0: It is six feet long. Four feet wide Okay. and six feet tall.
1: Damn, big.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I said it in the recap. Six by six by four.
0: Didn't listen to the recap or the first time it was said, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Esri, you're on top of the car. There is a maintenance hatch here.
1: Esri will delay and wait for as soon as that guard's head peeks up above the car and then she's going to kick him in the face.
0: Okay, I'm going to say that's next because we're not doing normal initiative for the others. Oh, right. So he's coming up. Um, it's windy. I don't think he knows what to expect. Well, no, he's coming. Uh, I think it's still like a fifteen to hit him. Well, he can't really dodge easily either, though. So it's twelve.
1: It'll be back to a fifteen because
0: yeah, because your toes hurt inside your bloody boots.
1: Well, then it would be an eighteen because uh, as we just knew what to do, and her next mm-hmm. action is under, her next regular action is.
0: Okay. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, 18. Ugh, gross. But this is the last guard that is currently her problem. So, um...
0: The last guard that can actually pursue, yeah.
1: Activate aggression, which gives an asset. And I'll spend one effort. So that's a 12. I'm breaking his face, so... (laughs) Seven. She doesn't get it done.
0: Yeah, he manages to dodge his head to the side. And he grits his teeth at you angrily. The guard is going to try to move himself onto the top here or get a firing solution he is going to be hindered because this is super awkward to try to do and he's got wind whipping by him and he almost got kicked in the face and things like that so I think this is going to be a well speed defense Ezra.
1: and if shotguns hurt um
0: one level of speed effort except that as he's taking his shot flying up from somewhere down below (laughs) Mr. Tompkins lands on his back and starts digging his claws into the sides of his face. Oh. The guy starts shrieking from it, drops his weapon, and Mr. Tompkins opens his mouth and bites down on his ear.
1: Mr. Tompkins, welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna give it to Esri real quick to try to do something here.
1: She wants to follow up on that. Yeah, I guess she's going to go for a... She's going to try to hit the guard's hands on the ladder. Because the guard is still partially on the ladder or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try to loosen his grip.
0: Okay. So this will be... He is hindered. So it is a... You're no longer hindered from the know-what-to-do. So this is going to be a... He's hindered, so it cancels out. So it's a 15 to hit.
1: So 12 because aggression is active. Yes. 14.
0: You hit him in the face and he falls down. Disappearing Along with Mr. Tompkins
1: <gasps> Mr. Tompkins can let go and be okay
0: Huh? Did he? I
1: don't know, Daniel, he's an NPC Daniel's evil
0: Take a look Oh, as he looks He is sitting on the connector Licking his paws You look back and you don't see The other aged guards through that door You don't know where they were Nice Well, maybe not You're a
1: very powerful kitty, Mr. Tompkins
0: He's shouting over the wind
1: Mhm.
0: He twitches his tail hops up onto one of the rungs of the ladder, and he just sits there grooming himself.
1: Nice. I guess that's in combat, huh?
0: Yeah, end of initiative. So you guys have this crate over towards next to the edge. Do you really well just want to throw the crate over the edge, or do you want to do something else? Remember that you were moving at high speed, so you have to decide how you're going to try to get off this train. Yeah.
1: Ezri has an idea. just has to be in there.
0: All right. Ezri, if you want, you could go through the hatch.
1: Okay. As she does, and she flies down. Now she's magnetic, so... Mm-hmm. So she's going to take a 10-minute recovery roll first, actually. Do we have 10? That's what she'll come in. You got guys, that need 10. Then I can help with this.
0: Uh, are all the guards uh, down?
1: Oh, yes. Mr. Tompkins took out three of them.
0: You know what? I believe you. All right. Four plus
1: one. Well, that makes me feel a little better.
0: Elsin well, will definitely take her action at this point. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a good idea.
0: Jasmine is, like... Picking at the rain in her hair and trying to pull it out. Like, she looks grossed out, but at the same time, she looks a little exhilarated. Nice. Uh, yeah, if we're going to spend 10 minutes, I guess Ilsen will do that, but she's going to post up near the uh, busted door, keep an eye out. Mm-hmm.
1: So during this okay. rest, Ezri
0: will make a suggestion.
1: She'll say, All right, guys, what if I magnetize myself to the crate and try to slow it down with my stars? You guys could all grab on and then you jump off when we get close to the ground.
0: Oh, no. The crate magnetic? The crate is wood.
2: Shit. No.
0: Ilsen will uh, toss uh, Ezra adhesion cipher.
1: Ah, Ezra's magnetic and adhesive. <laughs> Small objects are just flying towards Ezra as she walks.
0: Now, keep in mind, this is heavy. So like, well, you can adhere to it. So I guess to try to hold it, while you're flying, as it oh. comes off, you're trying not to just let like, gravity like take it down.
1: Yeah, she's trying to delay it. She's not trying to
0: because you're going to take some damage from your muscles like it tugging down. Yeah, and then the others have to somehow get off in a way that they're not like miles away from you.
1: Well, that's why I thought if everyone grabbed a hold of the box, then everyone could just jump off the box when we got close to the ground.
0: You could absolutely try this. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna absolutely try it, you guys.
0: I Yasmin has the nano gloves, so she has the hover ability, which should she could hover which would keep her from falling on the ground
1: yeah all right guys you ready
0: and then they'll has got her own stuff that mm-hmm. should probably be revealed at some point
1: so Ezri will pop the adhesion cipher to a place two hands on the crate from the backside and push it
0: off wait so everybody else is holding on to the crate right yeah and then they gonna hold on to magpie let's say
1: except yasmin might be hovering down
0: Yasmin might use her hover ability, which will keep her from, like, okay. falling any farther than she wants to. Well, can she link arms with Ferdinand and then those two float down? She could link arms with Ferdinand, but then he would be away. It would just be hard on her arms. But Ferdinand seems perfectly content. He climbs on top of the crate, scuttles on her, and finds a gripping point. Right.
1: How long is Ezra Adhesive for? 20 minutes. So if everyone's in position and has their plan... Ezri will push off and as soon as the weight starts tipping off the the train so that it's clear she's going with it, she's also going to stick her feet to the box to use all her muscles and she will attempt to fly and strain upward enough to slow its descent.
0: Okay, give me a 24 might roll.
1: God damn it, I knew it was going to be like that.
0: Can Ilsen help by using her own hover ability? Yes, you can reduce the weight. Okay, so that makes it 21. Is this jumping? No.
1: Feels like jumping.
0: And incidentally, the rest of you notice that Ilsen's vitiligo starts glowing green as she does this. The vitiligo and her eyes, I think at this point she's dropped the uh, face morph, so it's all very clear at this point.
1: So yeah, I'll spend a level of effort to make it possible. Okay. And that's all I can do.
0: So not an 18? 13. Uh, you start feeling it like you're going to slow it a bit, but then it's just, it's just way too heavy. And managed to help it a little bit, I would like everybody to give me a might defense roll of 15. Ilson, you will have an asset because you are hovering. I got a 14.
2: Oh, I'm going to use the level of effort.
0: Same. To bring it to a 9. Mm-hmm. 17. For a seven.
2: Oh god, math. 18! Okay. Yay! Aha.
0: Okay. You failed though, right, Ezri? Oh, yes. Okay, so Magpie and Ilsen. Ezri manages to slow it just enough and your own abilities, Ilsen, keep you from, like, hitting too hard as it comes down. You guys will only take, like, three mind damage as you're, like, thrown down with this. Ferdinand seems to do a fine job. Ezri gets whacked against the ground as the crate lands. Face first. Oh, oh. Oh, actually, no, Yasmin would need it because she's got an asset because she's hovering. So actually, Yasmin only takes the three damage as well. So Esri, you will take six damage. Armor, yeah. Armor will help.
1: Whoa, we survived.
0: And the train is flying off in the other direction. And Ferdinand looks around and says, we made pretty good time. We probably only got, I don't know, half a kilometer to get to the cart to decide how to move this thing.
1: I'm going to stay here for about 20 minutes.
0: (laughs) You guys notice that the crate is definitely jacked up it's pop like it seems like the wood is about to fall apart but there's nothing falling out of it right now Is there oh my god is there uh can we can we take these things out and just split the weight split what we can i assume so well all right let's see what this thing is so you open up the top of the crate you don't see like a whole bunch of stuff you see one item sitting in one large item in the shape of a human sarcophagus and that's where we'll end this episode.
1: Oh, man. Uh, Ooh.
0: Murderers, grave
1: robbers. I was
0: kind of hoping for power armor.
1: They got their own Exo Womb. I thought it was an Exo Womb for a second. With the clone of the Emperor. <laughs> Ooh.
0: So, Sam said something about this episode. Look, did we actually pull, did the plan actually work? <laughs> did we actually execute out a plan?
2: No, it did not. That was very messy. Was that the plan? That was messy. We followed the basics of the plan, I will argue.
0: There was a distraction. I know, yeah. The, yeah. There was more violence than you expected, but the fundamentals of your plan were followed. Yes. I would also like to acknowledge the clutch net 20 that pushed the last two guards off because that was not going to be a fight. Ilsen could win fairly. No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the holy shit, the plan worked. Well, we made the plan work. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have the shipment. I just need to figure out what the fuck it is. Do
1: we? Or do we just need to deliver it, forget it ever happened and take our money?
2: Mm. Mm.
0: tough decisions tough decisions that you'll have to make after this jumbo sized episode
2: and we're gonna be the next outlaw star that's a <laughs> old callback
0: that was very satisfying combat the <laughs> way. good stuff
1: good thing we robbed that shop or we'd all
2: be dead mm-hmm. mm. yeah fuck that guy
0: <laughs> so we have a segment that we do each week called player intrusions that's where we offer you the listener and xp to check out something that we think you'd really dig This week, it is my turn, and I'm going to go all dad on you. And I'm going to recommend the budgeting app, YNAB, where you need a budget. I love that app. Oh, yeah. Everybody needs to learn how to manage their money. And I say this as somebody who, when I was young, was very bad at it. And I was in so much debt. And using the method around YNAB and the app is what got me to the position where I could buy my house. So YNAB is... Like it's both a method of budgeting and an app. And it's based around the idea of envelope budgeting, where you have line items in your budget and you're assigning money to it that gets assigned to it, take it out. So the idea is that you give every dollar a job. So you take all the money you have, every piece of asset, and you assign it to these categories. You don't account for money that's coming. You only account for the money that you have and you can set targets for yourself. So like, for example, if you've got credit card debt, you can target getting your cards being completely paid off. And the way it budgets it is so that like the idea being that you could pay off your cards completely. So, you know, every time you spend from your budget for, say, groceries, if you used a card, it moves that amount of money to your next credit card payment automatically for you. You can set savings goals like either with a specific target or you're trying to get to a certain target by some point, whenever that is. It's really, really good and very effective because it gives you a lot of awareness of how you're managing your money, how your, where your money's going. Are you keeping the budget? Are you overspending? And it's not like rigid about it either. Like they have this notion in their process called like roll with the punches, which is like designed around. It's not the end of the world. If something goes wrong and here's how you can make adjustments to solve for it. It helps you identify things like your emergency fund that you might want to build up, things like that. And the idea is so that you keeping track of things and an the idea being that you age your money so that your money is sitting there longer and longer it does connect to most u.s bank accounts there might even be european banks it connects to i don't know for sure since that's not my particular focus and it can use that to automatically pull in some transactions and match them although you're it works better if you're logging the transactions in the app when they happen Because then you're keeping track and you're not waiting until the poll to find out what happens. And so it's really good for helping people get past the idea of just looking at what's in their bank account to make a decision on buying something and instead looking at their budget, which tells them what they're real, Mm -hmm. they can afford. So it's a really great app. It's very effective if you're in a relationship and you have like joint money that you're working on together, you know, only one person needs an account and then you can have up to five other people in the family, you know, connected to it could theoretically do multiple budgets. If you have different pools of money that you use for different things, that's fine. It's very flexible in how it's set up. The other thing is that they're very serious about using the app to teach people to manage their money better. So like they have, in addition to the app, they have like educational documentation and workshops around the budgeting process that they can teach people. And those are just free services they provide all the time so that people can kind of get a feel for it. I've been using it for years, so if I remember right, it's like a 34-day free trial, so you at least get one full month of use to kind of see, are you making some progress? And if you are a college student, they actually have a program where college students can get free accounts for while they're in college to help college students learn how to manage their money better now that they're out on their own.
1: I just got to say that I started using that app, uh, You Need a Budget, in 2017, and it is also what it let me kind of turn my finances around. Mm Mm-hmm. And start being more proactive and thoughtful about them. So I like that you can like split your transactions too. So if you spend like a couple hundred bucks at like a box store, you can split that between groceries, house goods, you know, whatever, however you have it set up in your budget. But I got to say, I've I've tried like other money, like newer money apps as well. I haven't found one that's as good as you need a budget, even with the yearly subscription. And most of the apps have a yearly subscription anyway. So uh, I definitely recommend
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the yearly subscription is like $99, which, it pays for itself, like within the first couple months of using it. It does. And that's the other cool thing. If you've got things that are annual subscriptions, like or annual expenses, you know, there's obviously your monthly rates and stuff like that. But like, so for example, with YNAB, just to make sure I'm staying on top of it, I do have a line item that just says YNAB that's just for the $99 subscription. And when you put in like an annual thing that you need to have on a certain date every year, it'll tell you each month, you know, you have to put two bucks in this month. So that's reminding you to keep adding an average of this much money to that line item to get it paid for.
1: It's really powerful.
0: Or you can overfund something in advance to, you know, have it completely taken care of and you're good to go. So it's, it's really good. It's a web app. And then there's also Android and iOS apps for it. And the apps are really good. It loads really fast. And honestly, the educational stuff they've got around it is, is really, really good. So the workshop, so I highly recommend, you know, even if you're, feel like you're on top of your money, it's worth at least checking out the educational stuff, whether or not you're going to use YNAB. And if you are looking for something to help you kind of get your finances under control, really start building towards a goal, it's it's a really great app for that.
2: They still have the desktop app?
0: Oh, that was when it was like a standalone where it didn't have a web. So it's a web app now. So it's got a server component. Mm. So you could you could install it as a web app, like, a you know, to your machine, like Chrome or Firefox or Safari, you can install it as like a separate app, but yeah, on the desktop, it's I just use the web app. So I recommend it, get your money in order. This is dad Mm. telling (laughs) you to do that. So
2: they have a 34 day free trial.
0: Yes. It builds up the website. If people wanted to tell us what they think about YNAB or the podcast, how would they do that? Samson? They can go to our website, explorerswanted.fm and there they'll see all our socials. On Mastodon. we are at explorerswanted at dice.cam. On Blue Sky, we are at explorerswanted.fm. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast, but best place to talk to us about stuff is our Discord, ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. Come and hang out with us. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, Patreon.com slash Explorers is a great place to support us. And please use our dice affiliate code with Dice. Type in Wanted, get 10% off. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them what you like about the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing it would be to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Those make a big difference when people are looking for new shows to listen to. And if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, did you know that for every one of these outros, a long-toothed, fleshy worm, roughly the size of a Doberman, gets its wings? It's true, and they're flying your way right now. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Anderlich, dot org.
1: You find me on our Discord. I'm
2: Stace Windu.
0: You can find me riding those uh, Doberman worms at (laughs) Slamp Potato on Twitter and at Slamp Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon.
2: See, I was going to bug Daniel about my mysterious Japanese banking account that I never closed over 10 years ago. And is it still in state? Will it work with you need a budget? Daniel, these are all questions you have to ask as father of this podcast. Podcast daddy. Yeah. I'm T with the unicorn at Twitch, threads, and Instagram.
0: All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye. bye.